Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Join me, Chanel Denton, on the search for truth and guidance through conversations and content around the cosmic moments that can bring about exponential growth. You are invited to discover tools and techniques to manage challenges, master transitions, manifest abundance, and live your best life. The time for cosmic moments is now. Welcome. Today, I'm joined with the girls from Embracing Her, a partnership of two coaches, conveniently both named Caitlin, (laughs) who through their own work and life experiences, as well as their personal journeys with their bodies, have discovered and shared a passion for supporting women to love and embrace themselves. Their mission at Embracing Her is to help millions of women from all walks of life as they discover the joy of falling in love with themselves. Ah, thank you so much for being here. Both of you. Thank you for having us. And for creating something so incredible. Yeah, I think we're pretty proud of ourselves for how far we've come with it. Um, But it's because of the journeys that we've both taken individually that's to where we are. How was this seed planted, this collaboration? Tell me a little bit about how that came about. Well, the two of us met on a retreat. Um, So I was participating as a client and Caitlin was there as a support coach. Um, And I don't know, I think between us having the same name Mm. and then I overheard a conversation she was having with someone saying she was an empowerment coach and I was like at the time I was using that phrase for myself as a title Mm -hmm. um and then we just started having some conversations and quickly realized we had a lot in common around that self-love piece and wanting women to feel confident about themselves yeah, it was just really like we even after the retreat, we kind of mentioned at the retreat that we thought there was a opportunity to collaborate and then we just met up and like literally it was so easy. Mm-hmm. Like we just met up, we kind of like threw some ideas around and then we're like, okay, we're going to make this happen, we're going to do this. And then like the next time we met up, boom, then Bodymind was like created then and there. Amazing. Almost like it was just cosmically aligned. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think the name was a beautiful yes. little like nod in the right direction. Yeah, it's like this is meant to be, yeah. and then yeah, like the name got picked very quickly. Yeah. Our first program got created very fast. Mm. Talk to me a little bit about this program. We we run free community events because the mm-hmm. idea is that we do want to um, create a community of women like to come together and stuff like that, and a safe space for women to come together as they explore, you know, body confidence and self love. Um, but Fembodiment is the first program that we created. Okay, wonderful. So what does a Fembodiment program look like? What can women experience or expect to experience when they come on board? So Fembodiment is a workshop. So she was an in-person workshop, but now we're moving her online for obvious reasons. Thanks, Karina. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, 
She's about two to three hours long. And it's just this beautiful coming together of women. It is created for women at the moment um, where you're just feeling like you're held in a really safe place. Mm-hmm. You're amongst like-minded women who are both on this journey with you and have been doing the work or maybe this is new for them. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to have been doing self-development work or personal development stuff before if this is all completely like new and a little scary like that's okay we kind of created embodiment to be an entry-level workshop so that this is a safe place for you to explore maybe spirituality and these kinds of things that might be new for you Mm. um there's enough depth there that um it's not just shallow like you are diving in you're doing Mm. the work so that if you have been on this journey for a while like you will still definitely get benefits from from the workshop yeah and I think the biggest thing with embodiment that I love about it is it's not like it's not like they're sitting there and we're talking at them and they're writing notes kind of thing like Mm. it's not just a like you tell me all the things about self-love it's like experiential workshop like you actually do like get to experience like you know, from the outside in, like mm. full self-love and like body acceptance and all that kind of stuff within the workshop, mm. obviously provided that you're willing to go there. Mm. Um, but yeah, like it is, it's so much more than just a sit down and a chat and like a, you know, we tell you, it's like a, no, you're going to do this. You're going to experience this, which I think is so much more powerful personally. So Caitlin Ichperger is an... NLP practitioner, you're, you're a life coach already and you work with energetics and holographics as well as family systems. Could you explain a little bit more about what holographics are? Um, so holographics is kind of like it's, it's very much like an energetic um, work and it's kind of talking about, I guess, kind of if this makes sense, it's like, you know, what's going on here is like actually like a mirror for like everything else out here. Okay. And so you've been in the fitness industry for over uh, five years. And um, is that how it went from just a physical experience to going more into the mindset? How did that evolve? Yeah. So um, what happened for me, like I, I guess uh, as a PT, you know, you and an instructor, you help people and, and you notice like their patterns and the mm. way that, you know, from a lot of us, we tend to go through this cycle of like, you know, we want the change. So we start training, we start eating better, we start to see the difference. And then all of a sudden we just sabotage and mm. like put all the weight back on or start eating shit or not training. And then we decide we need to start training again and we want the change. And I just noticed that happening for my clients. I noticed that happening from like within myself. Mm. And I just got really curious. I was like, why does this happen? Like, like, and like what's going on? Like, you know, I, I'm doing all the right things, but it's just continuing. And that's when I kind of discovered um, like that it's, it's more like there's mindset behind Mm. it all and have, you know, the limiting beliefs and we have the sabotage cycles that we play on repeat um, and stuff like that. And I'm really lucky in that the, the gym or health club, I should say, that I work at, um, which I've been there, that's where I started my fitness like work and mm. I'm still there. Um, it's very much a health club where it's more than just fitness. Mm. So we 
we run workshops and all that kind of stuff um, around mindset as well. So it's, it's a real holistic approach to health. And I think being there was definitely one of the things that it, um, that's where I got exposed, I guess, to the mindset stuff. That's incredible. Where, where is that? Where do you coach? Uh, so that's at Pure Health Clubs. It's in Brisbane. Okay, amazing. Yeah, I can relate to those concepts so much. Um, I started off as back, you know, when I was 19 years old, I was an aerobics instructor. And um, you can only go so far with physical movement. You know, you can reach goals. and But like you say, it's that self-sabotaging realm where you just go back into old habits or you don't actually understand it's not about how you guys describe it love body relationship catering to the mind and the mind health and how that all fits in together so yeah that's beautiful that you're collaborating those two modalities of body and mind i think it's so incredibly important Um, yeah well and it's, it's so interesting how we like we, you know, we eat healthy or we, we try to eat healthy, we train regularly, we do all these things to keep our physical body fit and healthy, but, like, we don't do the things to keep our mind, like, fit and healthy. Mm. And that's I where think it it's, it's, like, if you actually want to, like, see, I guess, the best results mm. um, in terms of, like, you know, being the person that you want to be, living the life that you want to live, you've really got to, like, bring it all together. Yeah. Yeah, it's so incredible because, you know, with the NLP and um, with a lot of what I teach, it's all about, and I assume what you would be teaching in your programs, it's all about readjusting that mindset because then the unconscious actions suit what you want to achieve from, from, a, from a deeper process and people start eating differently or doing different activities align yeah. to what their real goal is so yeah exactly once you kind of get that shift in the mindset yeah you're then able to like actually do you know the eating healthy and the movement and all of that from a place of love versus fear like mm. instead of being like i'm gonna slog it out at the gym and push myself until i freaking vomit mm. because i hate my body mm. or because i ate too much last night and i need to punish myself mm. You know, actually, mm. like, I want to train because I love my body mm. and because movement feels good for me. Or I want to eat healthy because I know that this nourishing meal gives me energy and I know that I feel light or I feel whatever it is that you want to feel after it. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Mm. Um, Caitlin Robertson, I've known you for a while now. And you have. I've, I've watched you just grow and as you say embrace the wonderful beauty that is within you which is just yeah that is so amazing um you're now a model i am i am i'm still getting used to the term model and i do chuck curve model in front of it to make it feel more comfortable is there offensiveness behind language of plus size or curvy model i've noticed that the industry likes curve models like to call themselves curve models Mm -hmm. um i personally feel like it's a kinder word than plus size plus Mm. size is still used like there's plus size clothing companies um but the name saying plus size just means you're not acceptable in the mainstream Mm. and how does that make you feel good about yourself like just because i'm not a 6 to 14, mm. um, 16, 18, 20, 24, whatever you want to say, um, all of a sudden you're not, like, allowed to be just a model. Mm. Like you're, 
upper-class model. And the strange thing is, like, technically someone told me a size 10 and up is a plus-size model. Aha. Uh-huh. Wow. So there is this new medium kind of in-between industry cropping up with kind of girl size like 10 to 10 and 12 um who are definitely not curved plus size girls like I wouldn't identify them as having the same body type as me Mm. um and that's their own um little you know area of the the industry to be sitting in which they deserve because everyone needs to be represented like Mm. we we want to buy clothes off someone that looks like us like I don't want to buy clothes off someone who's a size six because it's not going to look like that on me Mm. Mm. so it's it's great to have everybody represented um in the industry but um yeah I personally don't love plus size model because that doesn't make me feel good about my body um I do use the word curve and I've really embraced curving and curve over the last Mm. year and I think that's just been me seeing it in uh the media and the industry and then, um, you know, it worked with my name, Caitlin and Kirby mm-hmm. and coaching. Like, so I've kind of interwoven all of that, um, which I love. Uh, yeah. yeah, I love it. You, you, um, you describe yourself as the coach with curves, which yeah. I, I love that. Um, so you, you guide women through body confidence and self-love. Um, can you explain a little bit more about that? Like, what does that look yeah. like and how, how do you... How do you give people the body confidence that you've learnt to develop within yourself? Yeah. So I think for me, mm. my journey's probably different from Caitlin's in that I don't come from this place of health and wellness. Like that's not my story. That's not my my strengths. My story is being that like I've always felt like I'm bigger than the girls that have surrounded me. Like Mm. I was the biggest girl in grade two. I was the biggest girl in grade six. And like, just, I always identified as being larger than everybody else. And I think that's a huge part of my story. Mm -hmm. And I think knowing that like you're a different body shape, you're a different size. um, And then coming to terms with that being who you are and you being okay with that, that, is huge so for me the self-acceptance piece mm. as the biggest turning point so yes it's self-love and Caitlin and I were talking about this mm. earlier um I'd like to love on my body to give it love self-acceptance of being like this is what I look like and it's okay like I'm allowed to exist in this society looking like this mm. just because like you know you have thick thighs or you have you know, a pudge on your belly doesn't mean that you're worth any less. It's literally just your physical form. Mm. You've posted some interesting things on Instagram. You said something recently about filters and dating apps. Talk to me a little bit about that. I am a single lady and I've been on those apps for, you know, for years now. Mm. And when I first started, I noticed that, like, I only wanted to put up selfies because that's what I identify as being like the prettiest part of me. Like that's my face. My face is pretty. My body is not. Mm. And then I kind of was like, well, that's not a fair representation of what I look like. Like, you know, I would want to know who's going to turn up on a date. So I'd sneak in like me with a group of people photo. Um, Mm. So you could kind of see what I looked like. 
but maybe I was like standing side on, so I looked mm. thinner than I was. Mm. Um, and now I'm just like, well, I am what I am. Like I want someone to want to meet me for what I look like. So I'm going to put up a photo of me and my body in its entirety. And yes, I will make it flattering. I will wear a pretty dress. I'm not going to like not make myself look attractive <laughs> to the opposite sex. Yeah. Um, but I feel a lot more comfortable like showing up as myself and, and representing myself more honestly than maybe I would have before. And how has that changed the dating game for you now? Well, it's interesting. Like, I don't know if it's just all the inner work I've been doing or energetically what I'm putting out there, but I have been meeting like a lot more genuine, like lovely mm. men more recently than I have over the past, say, five years. Like, I just feel a lot more aligned to those people that I am meeting. And no one has turned out to be the love of my life yet. <laughs> but, yeah. yes. Still single, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I've developed some really lovely relationships with some men that previously just hasn't happened. And I mm. think a lot of that has to do with the work I've done and the um, vibes I'm putting out there and who I'm, I'm mm. calling in as well. I think it's that frequency match. Like you were at that frequency where it's like love and accept me and like, you know, I want to, I want you to make me feel pretty. I want to feel it, like, you know, get the approval from you um, versus like, I fucking love myself. Mm. And it's like, if you don't love me, awesome, you're out the door. Mm. I'm going to call people who will accept this. And mm. so you're calling those people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's funny, I used to like, not that I don't love compliments, everyone loves a compliment, <laughs> right? But I noticed that, like, when men used to say, like, oh, you know, you look so beautiful, you have such a beautiful smile, like, that used to just, like, completely light me up inside. Mm. Like, I would thrive on hearing that. And now men, like, on Bumble or whatever will be like, oh, you know, you look beautiful. And I'm like, thanks. And I'm like, I'll take that. That's nice. But it's like, that's not all I am. Um, yeah, like you, you, you know that you're beautiful without them having to say yes. it. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's interesting because that yeah, it just explains about the shift of the ego, right, and the self worth yeah. and the beautiful. Wow, well done. That's yeah. incredible. I love that. But with, with that filter thing though that I had put up recently, mm-hmm. so I I do filter a lot of my Instagram photos for aesthetic reasons. Like I want all my photos to kind of have a similar look. Yeah. Um, and a filter will like make your eyes pop. It might make me a tiny bit more tanned, um, makes my teeth a little bit wider and filtered one made me feel prettier. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like the one that I felt like maybe more people were going to say yes to. Yeah. Um, well, and you're human. You still, I guess, like we still want to be accepted. We still mm. want to, um, you know, we still want approval from others. Um, it's just, it's really just sitting with like what's what's in alignment with me. I think it's really interesting as a self-love coach to express your vulnerabilities and, you know, how these things, even with all the work and everything, they still come up and it's okay for it to come up. So for your clients to kind of understand those thoughts or fears and concepts will still come up on the self-love journey right 100 mm, percent. like i'm a big believer in like like i am not your guru i'm not the person who like has all the answers you have all the answers for you i have the answers for me mm. and what i'm here to do is to kind of like hold up the mirror and guide you 
But the thing is, like, you do the work. You're the one who has the answers. It's just that quite often those answers are hidden, Mm. like, very, very well. And so we do. We need that help. We need that support to get those answers sometimes. Or a lot of the time, let's be honest. (laughs) So what would the perfect person for one of the Fembodiment workshops, which is a two- to three-hour workshop, um... And it's like the next one is on the 30th of May, correct? Yes, yes. yes. Sunday, Sunday Saturday evening, yeah. Okay, great. Who would be really benefiting from, from this workshop? I think anyone who um, really, like, sits with a lot of self-doubt, um, anyone who has that, like, inner dialogue that just constantly puts them down, mm. anyone who feels uncomfortable in their body or has, like, you know, doesn't have that... Um, complete like acceptance and self-love towards their body um because we've actually had girls come who have done body confidence work before and they were like it's, it's just like anything right like you know you're going to learn different things from different people so even though they've done work before they still came to our workshop and they were like whoa like I didn't expect to get so much out of this mm. and it was it was amazing like and it was such a like beautiful compliment for us as well um that you know we like we do get to still help those people who may already be on the journey mm-hmm. because you're, you're going to pick up different things from different people and all of that. And, and yes, yeah, so I just think it's for anyone who is either wanting to improve um, or like maybe they've already started, but they just want the next step kind of thing, their relationship with themselves. So that's the 30th of May and it's going to be online because of Corona. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. How much? How much are tickets? So tickets are forty four, um, which is half price. So one of the awesome things about being online mm. is like obviously we don't have to pay for a venue, so that's kind of awesome for the people who want to come because they get half price. We don't have to charge as much, right? Um, so it's forty four dollars um, at the moment, but we are gonna uh, be starting with some early bird tickets. Mm. Um, and I believe we're also offering um, any of your followers um, a little bit of a discount as well. Yes, yeah. So we'll be offering a 10% discount to anyone that signs up using the code word COSMIC. And yes. we'll put the link in the show notes. Um, yeah. So you can sign up for the 30th of May at what time? It will be 4 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, so that's for Brisbane. Um, And then we have done, we have worked out for other locations because we know you have an international audience. (laughs) That's 7 a.m. in London and then 10 a.m. in Dubai and 8 a.m. in Joburg. Wonderful. Great. Oh, thanks for that. Okay. Perfect. Um, A show staple is your favorite book or book recommendation for the listeners could we hear yours yeah so my like for anyone who's listening who is interested in like the self-love and the body confidence journey um my like top book would have to be um the goddess revolution by mel wells and it really like that was the book that woke me up to my relationship with food Mm. um and how i was using food like you know to fill parts of my life where I felt unfulfilled and she actually follows it up with another book as well but the goddess revolution is the book that like it was kind of like my turning point with self-love mm. and body confidence I yeah love that. yes 
And then I would have to go with The Universe Has Your Back mm. by Gabrielle Bernstein. So she was one of the first kind of woo-woo authors <laughs> I started reading and I didn't know much about manifesting before mm. the book. So she really kind of put me on that path, mm. which I will forever be grateful for because I love manifesting, mm. um, as Chanel knows, because we've done it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some, created some magic manifesting yes. magic in the head <laughs> and okay and um your favorite quotes to leave our listeners with so mine is she believed she could so she did mm. so that's by rs gray and i remember having that on my phone screensaver about five years ago when i was living in london um, and it's just one I come back to a lot because a lot of things in my life, I just kind of decide I want it and then I go for it. Mm. Um, and I think that just kind of gives me that, that belief that like, if you want something, like you get to have it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's a really interesting one. You know, like quantum physics says that there's a very small percentage of life that is actually reality, that is matter. Um, and the rest, like 90% of it, is everything that's in your mind. So if we yeah. do believe that we can have something um, and really focus on that belief, yeah, it, it becomes a reality for sure. The yeah. fact that, you know, we're speaking on a podcast is is exactly that. It's, you know, yeah. And what about you, yeah. Caitlin? Um, so my favorite quote, um, and it has been for years, like it's literally been the quote that I kind of like found and that was just it, it like stuck with me and it's um, be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire and like I just feel like that has just always spoken to me because it's it's not about like it's not about like you know be fearless in the pursuit of what you're good at or um, what people tell you you should do um, what sets your soul on fire um, and like yeah like do that amazing I love that I love that. Yeah. I think, you know, fear is is the one thing that stops people from so many things that they could be doing. So to just yeah. cultivate that fearlessness or letting go of fear is so important. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Amazing. Wow. Thank you so much for being here and sharing this journey and also in everything that you're sharing on your um, Fembodiment programs and workshops i do hope that people take advantage of this offer and that yeah. we get lots of women coming on board and getting connected mm. um yeah it's in so many ways you know this this corona has isolated people but it's also brought people from around the world together you know and yeah in a lot of my programs it's it's reaching people that would have never had the opportunity to do a lot of the self-work um and so yeah i trust that on your embodiment programs it's going to be the same thing you know people that either um have the social anxiety of being around um other people or or just not the means of of getting to a location actually tap into what's available um yeah now in in you know unusual times um it makes this work so much more accessible to people so Mm. 
I think that's the hidden blessing like with what's going on is like we we are so lucky to have technology mm. like imagine if we were going through this back like you know a couple of decades ago when we didn't have all this technology to be able to stay connected right it'd be so different so true so true mm. I like that you just mentioned like it gives people the opportunity to kind of do this work who may not have been interested before mm. because I've noticed that a commercial radio station I listen to they now have like a three minute mindfulness session instead mm. of having like an advertisement yeah and I was like this radio has yeah. got people like meditating yeah um like when would that have happened without this mm. 100% I really feel that this is an opportunity for people to start tapping into their mindset and to acknowledge you know if you're not in a growth mindset this is going to bring up a lot of fear for people um, yeah. so it's that yeah beautiful time to shift the mindset and the opportunity yeah. to do so, so. 100%. Yeah. Um, how have you guys been feeling about it personally the this this weird experience and the pivot that our businesses have had to have and also personal experience of it. Yeah. Um, so I actually, uh, I had gone to Bali and then like um, as I was in Bali, they announced that you would have to self-isolate when you got home. Um, so I got back from Bali, had to self-isolate, um, which meant and for me another two weeks without work. And then during that time, all of the gyms were shut down as well. Mm. So um, I essentially didn't have work to return to. And um, I do also have my businesses, so I have Embracing Her, mm. um, and I have my own coaching business as well. And um, for me, it just looks like pivoting and, like you said, pivoting and, um, like, I guess I actually kind of, what I realized was lighting me up if we go back to that quote right like what was setting my soul on fire was being of service to people mm. so I created like you know free fitness sessions and um you know just really started like putting myself out there and that's when I kind of realized that like now is the time to step up and be of service and so I've just been literally doing what my favorite quote says to do and that's you know fearlessly pursuing um, being of service because that's lighting my soul up. Mm. Um, so financially, like I have no income coming in right mm. now, mm. Um, but I've been okay because I get to reach out for support. And um, yeah, like I don't know. I feel like I've I've been managing very well, um, and a lot of that comes down to like you know, um, I guess that growth mindset, being mm. able to pivot, being able to. Um, roll with it rather than resist it um, all that kind of stuff yeah and and that's just how I'm doing and it's just a reflection I guess of like what's happened in my life as well because I, I am that person who thrives on um, stress as well <laughs> like to be honest it's just like I've always been that person right awesome mm. thank you for sharing yeah how about you Caitlin how's this yeah Caitlin I've had very different experiences <laughs> We've had lots of chats about it, yeah. but before the big C word happened, uh, <laughs> I was starting to model and do shoots. Mm. I had literally just started a new part-time job, which was in the industry, so that was super exciting for me. Mm. And I did two shifts, and then we went into lockdown. Yeah. Um, so that meant that that job was no longer viable for me. 
and all the shoots got cancelled. So mm. all my prospective work from modelling all of a sudden wasn't an option. Um, so that was what work looked like for me. Um, but emotionally, like, I was in the camp that went into a bit of panic and fear and anxiety mode. Um, I didn't want to watch the news. Mm -hmm. I decided that wasn't helpful for me because mm -hmm. it was all just fear and panic-based. Mm -hmm. I was literally, like, the mindset of this is a day at a time. Mm -hmm. They can't project what's going to happen in the future. My anxiety comes from sitting in the future. So mm -hmm. I just need to sit with today, what I can control today. Mm -hmm. um, and so a lot of the early weeks, like maybe a month ago now, it just looked like me just, like, taking care of me. Mm, mm. yeah so in regards to our business like I communicated that to Caitlin and she stepped up um, into a space and kind of kept the ball rolling while I was having my little meltdowns at home mm. um, but that's you know I come from a history of anxiety and I knew that this kind of situation was was triggering that for me um so I knew what tools I had to personally look after myself and my own anxiety. Um, so I was able to use those, which was great. But a big piece for me was just like taking care of me and not trying to hear too much noise. Yeah, maybe, you know, for our listeners to just recap on, on your tool, just a snippet of the tools that helped you get through those anxiety yeah. tunnels I'd like to call it yeah maybe just a little sharing of those tools yeah and like you know we all have lots of different tools and I definitely wasn't even able to implement some of them because they were too much of a stretch yeah but little things for me like my essential oils mm -hmm. like essential oils are a really easy thing for me to implement daily in multiple ways like lavender is really calming for me so mm -hmm. that goes it gets rolled under my feet every night before bed. That helps me sleep. I diffuse lavender and frankincense and copaiba. Um, that's a beautiful blend for me just to have around. Mm -hmm. um, and then it was, what else was I doing? I think the distancing from media, mm. that was really helpful. And I know that we had to kind of, you had to know what was going on. Mm. But I feel like, you know, you can you can find things out mm. from the internet very quickly. So the 6 o'clock news that we would watch as a family every night, I was just like, no. Like, if ever, and if someone else in the household wanted to watch it, I just would remove myself from mm -hmm. the room. I was like, I don't need to hear all of that tonight. Mm -hmm. So I think they were two of the biggest things that kind of just got me through the early the early stages of it. Yeah, great. Thank you for sharing. And now, how is it feeling now that we're 22nd of April, quite far into this lockdown? Yeah, I think I'm still very much a day at a time, a week at mm. a time. Like, we can't predict the future. No one can. Mm. Um, projections are just not helpful. Yeah. So I actually go like, okay, what does this week look like for me? And, like, I'm still struggling. Like, I'm not thriving. I'm not being my best self right now but that's also where I get to be like that's okay like this is an unprecedented situation like we just have to get through this and I think you are being your best self like like it's kind of like um I guess you get to hold the belief you know like I hold this belief that everyone in the world is doing the best that they can with 
the experiences that they've had, the tools that they have, mm. the knowledge that they have, like the life that they've lived. Mm. Um, like you're doing the best you can and yeah, so like even though you may not feel like you're being your higher self, like mm. you kind of are in a way because you're doing the things to take care of yourself yeah. rather than like, you know, spiraling into that story of fear and mm. anxiety and stuff like that. So mm. you're actually doing a fantastic job. And everyone is doing a fantastic job. Like, you know, even if you're in fucking survival mode, that's just where you are right now. Like, mm. everyone's going to deal with this differently and we get to not compare and recognise that mm. we're all different and we all get to deal with this differently and there's no right or wrong way. Mm. Mm. We've, we've never experienced corona before. No one knows how the fuck to deal with it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I think it's a beautiful partnership that you guys have. You know, you uh, see the shadows within each other and, and also are able to um, offer so many different perspectives to your clients as well as um, hold space from experience in the sense of, you know, being being vulnerable in what you're feeling and, you know, showing that showing up as going, this is how I deal with it and this is how you can deal with it too, which I really applaud and well done girls um it's been so wonderful to chat to you both and to share the space and yeah i'm i'm so grateful to the both of you thank you oh thank you if you enjoyed today's episode take a screenshot and add it to your instagram story tagging me at chanel denton if you would like to join our 21 day mind shift program head over to cosmicmoments.com or find the link in the show notes. The 21 Day Program is designed to teach you tools and techniques to tap into your subconscious mind and reprogram outdated thought patterns. You will be guided through live sessions with myself as well as in pre-recorded episodes. You will also have access to a community of like-minded people and an opportunity to ask questions, share insights, grow, heal and learn with us. You can join this community and this program for just $21. It is something that I really urge you to take advantage of. Just I'm so excited to share these tools and techniques that are really shifting minds around the world. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.